0: It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on FM and .sf. We're here. We have some comics that are ready to tell jokes. You get a th- four-minute set at three minutes. You'll hear the horn. That means you have a minute left. And uh, we'll start it right up. We've got a bunch of comics that came all the way out from Sacramento tonight. So slap those meat paws together for your first comedian all the way from Davis. It's Guthrie Renway. Of history shouldn't be a? Mystery. Our real history, not-
1: this one work? Does this one work? Yeah. All right, Can you guys hear me now? All right, how's everyone doing? Monday, yeah! Everyone's favorite day of the week. So, I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. Yeah, been getting into them, right? I just watched one on Kennedy about his last days. There was one unanswered question for me. What's Kennedy's favorite drink? Does anyone know? Well, I think that he liked a good shooter, you know? Just take him straight to the face. And people say he mixed liquors, but... I think it was two shooters once, same one. All right. Kennedy jokes, not feeling it (laughs) too soon for you guys. All right. So, uh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of documentaries though. And, uh, I'm watching serial killer ones. Yeah. I've become desensitized now by these documentaries at this point. Like if they don't have double digit victims, it's a waste of time for me, (laughs) but I love how these serial killers still have ethics. Like they'll see pedophiles and be like, fuck that guy. Like, I cut her head off and fucked it, but she was 18, okay? Uh, Sacramento material not working here. Too dark. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's try, uh, so I think it's kind of funny how there's a lot of people out there that are like, I love all creatures, you know? They pet every dog, they take spiders out of their house that are alive still, and then they're like, what's for dinner? I'll have a steak. You know? I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I'm vegetarian, right? So, like, all I eat is tofu and pussy. Like, that's just me. <laughs> but if I see a spider in my house, I'm like, kill that shit immediately. Like, I don't kill it. I make my girlfriend do it. I'm a bitch. <laughs> but uh, on the scale of edible animals, you know, like, we stop at cow. It's kind of weird. It's weird to me, right? Like, let's eat some weird things like hamsters, a horse. That's just a lean cow. I think we should eat. Just fucking weird shit. Okay, this is a new joke. This isn't working. <laughs> well, let's end it with that. Uh, so, I have a dog, right? And this dog, he eats fish oil every day. You know? He eats organic. I've been loving this dog forever. And they say make your food with love. So, when that dog dies, I feel like he's going to taste like truffle. I just got to try it. Give you guys one more and then I'll get off of here. <laughs> so, uh... Kanye West right yeah popular guy or previously popular guy has a lot to say about the Jews yeah it's kind of weird though because who's Kanye's favorite person anyone Jesus a Jew think about that one <laughs> alright thank you guys thank you for helping me bomb tonight <laughs> appreciate you all
0: one Rick, everyone I'm so unhip, I thought Kanye West was an airline. All right, your next comedian, also old, might not have any idea who Kanye West is. Uh, All the way from Sacramento, put your hands together for Joe Kanye. Hit me. Joe's in the car, put your hands together for another comedian from Sacramento, Amy Thompson.
2: So if I was a really good comic, I would immediately go into Joe's set and do all of his jokes and it would be hilarious, but I am not, that; I will never be that great. Um, okay, so I've been single, um, the end of November has marked three years. Uh, it's been lonely, but it's given me time to really realize what it is that I always wanted and needed in a relationship. And that is a friend with benefits that a streaming services I don't have. So it's like stars, Paramount Plus, Crunchyroll. I'm looking for you. I got stuff to offer. I've got like Showtime. I've got like some Peacock, just not like the special special Peacock. Uh, I got Disney Plus. I got the logins. Let your friends know. Um, (laughs) I, uh, oh, let your friends know. I want to get taken to like a, a sports game on a date. Not for bases, baskets, balls, or sports. I hate that shit. I want to catch a shirt that came out of a t-shirt Canon because I think it would be badass to catch a shirt that came out of a Canon. I could really get my can evil Knievel vibes on and be like stunned in my Canon T. But I get worried because like I have no idea how the Canon is going to know what my size is. I've also been single for three years because I don't like to put in a lot of work into something that has no payout. I don't want to put in a lot of work for a shirt that doesn't fit. So I, uh, also think it'd be dope to travel with a guy because I, um, want to, you know, I'm like trying to really live my life. I think it'd be cool to join the mile high club. I got close one time though. I gave a hand job on a plane. Yeah. So I'm a hijacker. <laughs> <laughs> That's my corny one. Um, I've only recently started to get to do some traveling, uh, it's probably a good a good thing I don't do a lot though because I always mess up. So like something really dumb to do the night before an early flight is drink too much, especially if you haven't packed. That is up. Uh, ooh, another, another good idea. So um, if you get one of those flights where it's choose your own seats, do boarding early and sit up front so you can enjoy the parade of people who don't wanna sit next to you. I call it the parade of no friends. I also um, always do dumb shit when I travel, like bring a book. Like, do we all do that? Lie to ourselves? Because I watched everyone walk in with a book, and I didn't see a single book cracked the entire flight. I did watch a guy watch an Italian movie when I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak Italian. Like the <laughs> subtitles were all in Italian. Um, Let's see. I, oh yeah. I could travel with friends. Uh, I... I been trying to make more friends, so I've been writing my phone number on all my tampon wrappers. Cause then if I meet a cool chick in the bathroom, oh, I've already back pocketed, back pocketed the perfect front pickup line. I'll be like, hey girl, I got all kinds of mics up here. <laughs> and I've got you on that tampon. We should be friends, because like our periods, they're already synced. All right, guys, oh, my gosh, this is the coolest stage. It just took me till just now to realize that the wheel is all microphones, like these microphones. All right, thank you, guys. I have
0: ever seen there were two gentlemen in Amy Thompson, all the way from Sacramento. She traveled all the way here. Uh, bringing up the point, the only reason to travel with a guy is so there's someone to take pictures of you. <laughs> oh, it's just so he's a photographer. Did Joe you come back? Not back yet. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Sheridan Boudreaux. Yay! Just to tell him that he doesn't know
3: what he's about. Hello. Yes, even even, even, even,
4: even, even. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's fun. I um, grew up in Texas, uh, and then I lived for many years in New York, uh, and I feel like I'm kind of mean now uh, from all those years in Texas. So, uh, yeah, my mother's really mean. I'm a drinker. Um, I'm a social drinker. Yes, thank you. I'm a social drinker. Uh, and I feel most social when I'm at home alone. Um, and I'm on, a, I'm on a grain-free diet, actually, uh, except for vodka. Um, and I love uh, blueberry vodka. And it reminds me of my grandma because it tastes and smells like a blueberry pie. And she was an alcoholic. So, there's a, let's see, what else did I want to tell you about drinking? Um, so, I was married for uh, five years, and it didn't work out, sort of at the, the five-year mark. And you know what? People are just different. Like, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just different than he is. I don't do the whole blame thing, you know. Like, I'm an introvert, and he's a pervert, <laughs> uh, was the main way that that we were different. Um I am trying to, like, go date a little now. And I, you know, I've been getting some attention. The, the building exterminator uh, was asking me. He's from another country, so he's, like, asking me these questions. And he's, like, you can tell he's trying to make him more sexual, but he doesn't quite have a command of the, the language. He's asking me about my workouts. He's, like, do you do the chest press? And I'm, like, sometimes. He's, like, do you do the thigh master? But I think what he really wants to know is can I shoot a ping pong ball across the room? Isn't that what anyone wants to know? Okay, so uh, what, oh, I wanted to tell you. So I've been going to the, so I'm trying to get a little fixed up for this dating thing. And I I went to the hairdresser and, uh, and I was sitting there and I was thinking, I think going to the hairdresser is a lot like going to the gynecologist because with both you wear a gown, right? Something's going on back there. You don't quite know what it is. The only difference is that with the gynecologist, they don't bring out a big mirror at the end and show you their work. So uh, yeah, that's that's what I found to be the difference. Um, so what else did I want to tell you? Oh yeah, my mom. My mom is from Texas. Mean, mean is she? She got a, a knee knee replacement. I went and took took care of her um, knee replacement surgery, and um, I was really disappointed. I was hoping they could replace her soul. Uh, but that's not covered by Medicare. So um, that didn't happen. And then she uh, she actually within a couple, she's not young, within a couple weeks, she could walk the flight of stairs to my apartment. So I'm having another flight put in. <laughs> uh, let's see what else did she? Oh, and she's gotten like batty. like she's not a quick down. Da- it's it's not a gradual downhill thing, just a uh, note to self here. Um, so yeah, she, she uses a dishwashing detergent for the laundry, and uh, she, <laughs> I love Pam's timing. And so um, so she handed me a thing. I was going to do a load of underwear. She handed me a thing of Cascade and said, just do your underwear. I must say that it, they did come out sparkly clean without the streaking. Thank you, Cascade joke. All right, maybe it's a little commercial. Um, so OK, so what did I want to leave you on? Um, Oh gosh! You know what? I'll give time back. You guys are great. This was fun. What a fun Monday!
0: Woo! Okay. Sheridan. this one. No streaking in her underwear. Maybe holes in the front, but no streaking in the back. Does that happen to you too? People, they think they think that they're, they're like edible underwear. I'm like, nah. They're just aged over time. It's fine. It's, it doesn't, you can't stick a dildo through there and use them as a strap on. They just don't have that kind of tenacity. Uh, your next comedian, one of my favorite people in the Bay, put your hands together for Lauren Kraut. Yeah.
5: Hello. Hey. This is weird today. This is <laughs> standing up here on the thing. I, um, I was thinking about pretty, how there's pretty far, pretty near, pretty ugly, pretty soon. It's a weird adjective. How far is pretty far? Is it cute far? Is it maybe handsome far? Could be beautiful far. Look at how far humankind has come. That's another word, far. There was a time when we couldn't communicate to a far. If I had something to tell someone who's in another state, for Myron I'd have to wait until I got to see Myron myself, but now we can text we can email We can even video chat if we're feeling sociable Hey Myron in no time at all we can buy tickets and go see Myron ourselves no time at all pretty far becomes pretty close and Myron loses his Zayday, which is pretty sad But I don't want to end this joke on a sad note. So here is a random impression of Gregory Peck as Atticus Finch in To Kill a Mockingbird. Gregory Peck as Atticus Finch. Scout! Thank you. Thank you, thank you. And if you know Gregory Peck, that was pretty good. And if you don't, get on that shit, because useless trivia might just save your life one day. You never know. There's the expression, like for instance, that people have shortened to for instance. Because somebody came along and took that word like and said, I have better use for you and used it all the time, like everywhere. Like, you know what I mean? And I hate that. We've used said like so often that it's lost all meaning. Like, for instance, people say, I know, I hate, I like, you know, when I use, I hate when people, I'm fucking this up. I hate when people say, like, you know, they try to talk succinctly and they can't because, you know, they butcher it. They use language like, you know, I hate that. And you know what I mean? If you know what I mean, can also mean, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, so I'm just going to keep talking until I run out of steam or you get bored or both. And then we could go have some pot and pet the cat and eat a biscuit and then discuss it. Like, you know what I mean? I hate that. You know what I mean? i have one good eyebrow and one that's struggling to keep up and i have one good eye and one that can't read but the good eye has the bad eyebrow and the bad eye has the good eyebrow and that just wreaks havoc with my ocd and sense of balance it's like the bad eyebrow makes me look unfinished like god got tired or bored or something and said oh fuck it a little maybelline will fix that what's life if not a challenge And I said to God, I accept your challenge, God, but I will not draw in a new brow like some common floozy. No, thank you. I will instead hide my deformity behind some oversized Ray-Bans. And God wasn't to be outdone by this wannabe lesbian. It took away my eyesight in the other eye and said, go forth, sinner, and forever, forever struggle to appear normal with your one good eye. Try getting your driver's license renewed now. Okay. I can be a nasty fuck sometimes. Where'd the hell the thing go? Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bam.
0: In speech, hey. I speak, my Lauren Kraut, she's great. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, fantastic. Yay, Lauren Kraut. Your next comedian, new to the room. Clap your hands together for Alex. So yeah. I had <laughs> controlling, fear power rolling, your soul and keep living, never allow, kicking it loud, dropping a bomb, brain game, intellectual being a move as a team, never move
6: alone. welcome to the Teradone.
7: So this old man told me that he was happily married for fifty years, divorced every two. So so I believe that what's on the inside is as important as what's on the outside. Like if your girlfriend's pregnant, get the fuck out of there. So um, my ex told me that the only way she'll get back with me is if I uh, cut off my dick. Um, So I just told her, looks like I have nothing to lose (laughs) so so my girlfriend is smart hot and great in bed Um, two out of three so bad so um so I'm really down in the dumps today because I finally got rid rid of my uh, wife's body So uh, so my uh, murder charges, they were dropped down to necrophilia. So me and my wife, we get into fights all the time. So last night, I decided to bury the hatchet. Um, can somebody take it out for me? So, th- so, there's no limit to the amount of money I would spend for my wife to divorce me. Yeah, that's all I have.
0: Keep your hands clapping for Alex a new comedian. That's lovely. Uh, your next comedian, he has uh, the best laugh in the biz. Put your hands together for GD. I am You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
6: right.
0: you
8: gonna do. Cause I'm Damn. The stage looks like someone was trying to invent something here. Like electricity or something. Cough. Looks like a low-budget coffin, right? My self-esteem is buried inside this. Um. So I was watching Netflix. I watch a lot of Netflix because my roommate got subscription, and um, I was watching this news series they made on Arnold Schwarzer, whatever his last name is. I don't know. Um, there is like it's the three parter. First is like how he became an athlete, then actor, politician. So that shows that what why Americans hate immigrants is actually a logical reason, like they come here and steal jobs. He stole three jobs from you. Mr. Olympia, then world famous actor, then a bad governor. Sorry, if there are any honored supporters in the crowd, please don't shoot me. Where are my jokes? Okay. Should I have like, should skull cap be only sold to skeletons? Okay. If you lose one hand and the doctor attaches it back, should it be called a second-hand hand? Thank you Lord. So there is a app called Revolut. Uh, it's used to send money to another country. And uh, recently they are doing loan sales. So they are giving offers like Uber Eats, Pass, DoorDash offers, Tinder Gold, Tinder Gold. So see the problem in this this offer is Tinder, sorry, Oh fuck it! Uh, I'm not on dating apps, by the way, because uh, that requires a lot of hard work, especially for a person who looks like this. I, like, if I was like a white guy with like a good height, I would. I actually have to write poetry, um, and still I don't get matches.
7: Okay, nothing.
8: Uh, so, also the reason why I don't have, uh, I don't am, I'm not on dating apps is because I have this person called a girlfriend. Uh, and she and I are very happy uh, because she's not in SF. She is in South Bay and she uh, we are trying to move to a new city. Uh, and she found this amazing apartment in uh, Sunnyvale. Uh, so so uh, she's single now. Fuck Sunnyvale. I've really worked hard to leave India and come to the USA, not going back. Sunnyvale is like India, you know, like but just that there are more Indians there. I was with my therapist last Friday and she told me that my symptoms show that I might have depression. So I went and celebrated because that means I might be rich. That's a rich people disease, right? Depression. I I grew up very poor. So Like, all we would hear all the time, all the problems that people were facing were like diarrhea, cholera, wife beating, but never depression. So I asked her that, does that mean I'm rich? Oh, no, there's a poor people depression now. Available. It's available in Costco. (laughs) I shop from Costco. Yes, I'm poor. Sometimes I go to Sam's market as well. I have traveled so much that I'm going through through this problem, and this is also a new joke. But have you like everyone I meet now reminds me of someone. That's like the demerit of traveling a lot. I see someone, and the first thing I say that you remind me of someone, even someone with like no face. You know. Thank you.
0: The GD everyone. He's got a face. Uh, your next comedian is new to the room. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Bailey. Yay.
1: All
9: right. How's it going tonight, everyone? Yeah. Is anybody in here dating or trying to date? Oh, we're all just alone? Okay. Well, I'm trying to date, trying to navigate like the dating world, which is a little weird right now. You know, every time I say that, I can hear my dad in the back of my head being like, "It's always hard. It's never been fucking easy. You gotta want a date. You gotta work for it if you want one." And I'm like, "I am working, but it's it's hard. Okay, we don't get to put on like our deaf leopard pants and like hypnotize people anymore. It's it, that's how he got my mom, right?" <laughs> um. And I can only speak as a guy, right? Because I'm a guy. Things weird as a guy. Because on the off chance when you actually meet somebody on the apps and you, you match with them, that's when you're supposed to go into the DMs and talk to them, right? Who are you? What do you like? What are you looking for in a person? But it's not like that. Instead, it's like I'm being interviewed by some startup company in Sunnyvale. You know, they're like we here at Bad Bitches Incorporated want to create an inclusive and nurturing environment. Free of all of the broke boy energy. Mm -hmm. I'm down. First question. All right. You get stuff like, what does your salary look like? I don't know. Sometimes I dip it in ranch. What does that have to do with anything? (laughs) What kind of car do you drive? I could drive any fucking car I want. Automatic, manual, electric. I just have to buy one first. right. And then it always ends the same way. Oh. Oh, you're a white guy we're sorry the position at bad bitches Incorporated has been filled by uh, nine inches of Dante Dante welcome aboard so I and I have to stick up for myself like just a little bit right so I go well depending on where I am being half Irish and half Italian they say that I'm off-white does that help me at all no it's over all right I'll leave (laughs) and the last one I get that a lot now, the white one, on like Tinder and Bumble and everything. And I I think it's their fault, honestly, because it's like it's a dating app. There's a profile picture. You see my face. What did you think I was, the world's tallest, palest Filipino man? Clearly a white guy. <laughs> uh, but people will have tons of reasons now why they won't go out with you. They have lists of ick, and they will tell you that list, sir directly to your face with almost this I don't know autistic confidence behind it it's incredible <laughs> seriously i asked a woman out one time at work and i asked her for a phone number and she scanned me up and down like a terminator no emotion in their eyes in her eyes and she just said not with clothes like that your drip game is off and i was like <laughs> yeah because i can't just go into any store and buy clothes so i took a little bit of offense to that and I'm gonna leave it there. Thank you very much. It's a servant, Austin.
0: Bailey, everyone. And the travesties of being a white man. Yes, fantastic. Uh your next comedian, so edgy, so brave. Put your hands together for Harvey Yeah. Chill. Man. Hey, I'm chill too, man. But
10: you know what I'm saying? I just don't I, I can't go for the steel Magnolia shit. You know what I'm I don't think it's edgy. Um cool. So my dad's black, my mom's clearly uh, very normal, and you know, people don't understand, having a black dad is, is pretty tough, uh, cause he's black, and I still look this white. If I'm being honest with you, I wanna be black too. And that's tough, because wanting to be black is the whitest thing that I do. (laughs) And I know it's the whitest thing I do, because when I'm undercover with a bunch of white guys, they always play this game. If you had to be another race. Always had to be, by the way. Never like if you got to be, or if you had the opportunity to be. Always like, hey bro, you have to. And every white guy says black. Uh, Every time, believe it or not, you can actually tell that my dad's black because he named me Harvey. I know you're thinking Harvey, that's a white ass name and you're right, but it's also an old ass name and that works out to a black ass name. A couple notable examples from history. We have Reginald like Reggie Watts, Thelonious, like Thelonious Monk who could forget George Washington Carver, Peanut Butter Man, and who knows? Maybe, maybe white name. Maybe black names get wider over time. We just don't know because no one's been brave enough to give their little white baby a black name. We should name a white kid Draymond and just, just see what happens. Maybe he'll grow into it. If he doesn't, it's fine. It just means Draymond isn't white yet. I do look really white and I've been told that looking white is a privilege, of course, but looking this white does make me feel like I'm not mixed. Look, I get it. I'll never be the victim of a hate crime. I'm so lucky. I would never take that for granted. However, everyone likes to feel included sometimes. Okay. It's a fucked up thought, but this is how I feel. If you called me the N-word, then fuck you. But thanks for noticing, you know? Uh, There's a stereotype, harmful stereotype, that black men are absent fathers. I'm gonna need us to keep that one going for a little while, guys. Uh, Not for me, I'm sticking around. Uh, Let me explain. So my dad, he wasn't exactly absent, Uh, He was, he was like, it was like tardy. Like he was mentally just not all the way there. no, he, he just wasn't around much. And, um, and when I was younger, that really bugged me. So I started using that stereotype to my, to my advantage. Because if I didn't have a dad, someone might believe that I was mixed. Now it's a harmful stereotype that I perpetuated. However, what was the alternative? that I was white and dad just didn't like me very much that fucking sucks it was an easy de- decision i'm choosing generational trauma every time okay enough black stuff uh let's talk about jesus i think it's weird that the symbol for jesus is a cross like he di- the man died on the cross even on his birthday we take out his we take out his last name and we add an x that's a cross we call it xmas We wouldn't do that to anyone else. The closest comparison I have for Jesus is Martin Luther King. Now, this is me earning moral collateral for the rest of this joke. Uh, If we gave MLK the ex-mistreatment, suddenly it's Martin Motel Balcony Day. That's pretty tough. I think, ooh. Uh, There's some statues where they don't even take Jesus off the cross. Could you imagine that statue, MLK, face down, on a motel balcony? That's a hate crime. You guys seem to agree. All right, cool. Thanks, guys.
0: Uh, Here we go. Are we watch out. yeah, he's edgy. Uh, hey, keep your hands clapping for your next comedian. Kava to sing, yay.
11: Good. Yep. Yep. That's the right temperature I expect for this room. Hi. Hi Sophia. How are you, Boo Boo? I'm great. Wanna get married? Okay. Um <laughs> Okay. I um I'm gonna start now. Um Okay, I uh I think I think ambulances are are so expensive. I think they're way too expensive these days. Um I uh Wait, where was I gonna go with that? Oh yeah, yeah. But and, and that's and and it costs thousands of dollars, okay? And that's why I think that it would be so much better if Uber actually offered ambulance services. Right? Like you open up the app, you know, you call a driver, he arrives within four minutes, okay? Um, he shows up, uh, and you want a discount, you can use promo code to die for, you know? Um, and if anything, I think if the Uber is, if the Uber driver is an immigrant, you basically have like a mobile clinic, right? Cause any Uber driver was like an astrophysicist or a neurosurgeon in his home country, you know, like Deepak and his Honda Odyssey was once transplanting hearts into babies in Nepal, you know? So I, I don't know. I think it would be great. You know, he delivers you to the hospital. You're like five stars fed me ice chips, played bad bunny, and delivered my baby. <laughs> and then the driver could rate you back. He's like two stars, ugly baby. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought that was hilarious. Okay. I'll keep going. Um Okay, uh I went I had to I had to go to CVS to to buy plan B. Um, and the associate, I never bought it before. So the associate told me that it was $50 and it was like 50 bucks at that price. I might as well just have the kit. (laughs) Is
5: (laughs) this great?
11: (laughs) Uh, 50 bucks. Yeah. I was like, I could fall down the stairs for free, (laughs) you know? And why, why is it that when I get Tylenol, I get like a generation's pack of pills for $8, but I get plan B is one pill for 50 bucks like if you're gonna charge me that much for one pill I want it to be extra strength like I want my uterus to become so hostile that if a guy was like I'm gonna come my egg would be shot like psh, into him <laughs> you know his sperm backfires his dick implodes he's impregnated like a male seahorse I'm like fertilize this <laughs> you don't come in me I come in you you <laughs> come in your tight little dick. Don't you love when guys do that? They're like, come in your tight. Okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I don't know. Has anyone ever seen like male seahorses give birth? No. Okay. Well, it's, it's really, it's really violent. Okay. It's like disturbing in a different way, but basically it's like they do abs like, uh, and then the seahorses just kind of fly out of them like confetti. Um, and that's kind of how I imagine men giving birth. Like, like the setting would be a, a football field and there's an announcer and it's like, Joe's in labor. He lines up to the punt. He lines up the punt. He lines up the punt. Okay, he lines up the punt. 30 yards to the field goal. He burts, Coming in at eight pounds and two ounces and it dings off the pole. <laughs> good thing. Good thing there's 50 more where that came from. Alright, I feel like that's all I had to say. That was so dumb. Thanks, guys.
0: Black woman, black to sing, everyone. What a visual. Right on. Keep your hands clapping for your next comedian, everybody. It's Trish Pandia!
6: What's the still dismiss
12: Good guys, is this good? All right, put the minorities together. Thanks, they're gonna mix this up, Kavitha. All right, here we go. I'd rather get HPV than marrying a guy who's broke. And when I say broke, I don't mean, I'm so sorry, I can't go to brunch today. I need to save some money. Broke is like, oh, I don't pay for haircuts. That's for rich people. I have my rusty scissors. First of all, stop calling me that. And also, uh, getting a job at Golden Crown Stealing Shrimp doesn't count, Jordan. (laughs) Look, I will will lose my vagina any day, but I will not give up my Capital One rewards points. What's in my wallet? My dignity, my self-respect, and maybe some HPV. Speaking of HPV, I'm starting to date. It's really true. I'm starting to date. I went on Bumble. Anyone on Bumble? Let's pretend you are <laughs> You're on Bumble. Uh, it's where a woman can be empowered and we're not. Um, going on the dating apps is like trying to understand why white people love Trader Joe's. It's very confusing. I mean, their most popular foods are Kung Pao cauliflower and black bean hummus. Now, are white people shopping at Trader Joe's just so they can seem less racist? Because if they are, it is totally working. Um, I went to Trader Joe's and got the Kwanzaa Wakanda butter, thank you. I'm not racist. Hey, Rachel got the Kwanzaa Wakanda butter, get her off the racist list. But it is confusing when you go on the dating apps uh, because the guys look amazing. Anyone been on the dating apps? I saw a guy, I was like, oh my God, he reads books, he goes hiking, he went to Japan once, oh my God, he's so fascinating, my eggs are dying, I have to meet him. And then when you meet them, there are these socially awkward idiots. Uh, that's cool that you went to Machu Picchu, But I'm not going to deal with your ass, burgers, or lose 10 pounds of water weight for you, Drew from Emeryville. It's a slow joke, guys. No one got my rusty scissors. But you know what? It's an open mic. It's okay. Uh, (laughs) What was I going to say? So I went on eHarmony for some dating tips. I remember eHarmony. um, And it said to me, on your first date, you should never drink too much, talk too much, or unleash your emotional baggage on the first date. So I don't get to do anything I want. Why do I even go? Uh, There's so many dating tips for a woman, right? Woman, it's exhausting. It's so exhausting. But there's no dating tips for men. Dating tips for men is like finding an old pervert without a Tommy Bahama shirt. Doesn't exist, right? I mean, are are people creepy guys wearing Tommy Bahama shirts because they think they can hide behind the pineapple tree? They're like, oh, I'm less pervy, so... I'm working on that one. Uh, so I created some dating tips of my own. If you want to hear them before I go out, you guys want to hear some dating tips for men. Uh, on your first date, um, don't wear Axe body spray instead of taking a shower. No one wants to date a Persian nightclub owner. I like how you guys are taking it in. It's so okay. <laughs> and then two, being into DC comic book movies doesn't count as having a personality. Oh, Batman's so much better than Superman. Yeah, Batman is better than Superman. Batman has lots of money and power. You have Disney+. Plus. What's your superpower? Disappointing your father? Jack? All right, that's my time. Thanks, guys. What? 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 Jewish Bandia, everyone.
0: Yes. And the reason all old creepy white men have Tommy Bahama shirts is because they use them uh, at Trader Joe's when they're the manager. <laughs> they just put a little sticker on them. Hi, my name is Joe. Uh, all right, your next comedian clap your hands together for Paul Robertson
3: thank thank you. Thank you very much. Is this okay, all right all right I'm okay no I'm you don't have to look at me like that Sophia I'm okay no okay okay um <laughs> do you know the, the you know guys do you know where's Waldo yeah you know there's a uh, a live version of that? Did you know that? Called Find Me in Korea. Thank you. But more importantly, How's Waldo? What is he doing so much traveling for? He's never home. Okay. Over in India. <laughs> Great Wall of China. Instagram that shit. A lot of pictures of his dinner lately. Okay. Um. You know this isn't going to sound right, but it's people say it in the manosphere. They say women, uh oh, who are deep into feminism are crazy. I don't say it; they they say. It. Uh, but that doesn't they they don't hold the candle to the women who are deep into alcoholism. Okay. Um. You guys like alcoholics? What's wrong with you? Uh you know the I can hear Kelly Ping. <laughs> um, hi Kelly. It's a big stream though, don't worry. Real big. Oh, he pushed a little he pushed a little harder, I heard. He's just making sure I know. <clears throat> um uh, you know Asians are the model minority, they say? Uh, because uh, statistically low crime is one of the reasons. Um, it's not that we're good people. Uh, it's just that in America we're very hard to pick out of a police lineup. You want to convict us you have to identify. It's like you know like the I don't know we should train people to be better at identify. I'm anti-crime for the record. anti-crime. And we need to train people to identify Asians in a police lineup. Uh, I have a proposal. It'll go something like this. We can bring this into high schools, this program. Uh, policeman will be standing there. Or woman! and uh, Witness say, can you please stand 20 feet away? I'm going to hold up a picture. Can you please, uh, can you differentiate the seven members of BTS? Am I pointing to Jimin or Suga? be like the optometrist. Jimin or Suga? Jimin. Oh, all right. It's not going anywhere. We're going to go to the bigger row, like at the DMV. Uh, can you identify this man? It's Korea's most famous man from the last 14 years. Oh, I know who that is. Witness say, say That's Psy. Uh, he did Gangnam Style. No, no, that was Kim Jong-un. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I guess you're going to remain the model minority. Thank you. Thank you very much. No
0: keep your hands clapping for paul robertson straight from the bathroom to the stage clap your hands together for kelly
13: evans
14: i totally planned that is this the right one? Oh no that's is this better there we go all right did he have the wrong mic the whole time or is this All right. Now that a minute of my set is over, let's get started. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, I think it's funny. Covet. I was talking about, um, Uber, uh, needs to start an ambulance service because Uber already has an ambulance service. They just don't know it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you ever called an Uber when you need to go to the hospital? I'm not paying for a fucking ambulance. Are you serious? And then just trying to play it off like you're not in excruciating pain the entire time because I can't lose this 4.9 rating. Okay. I'm just like, yeah, just going to visit a friend at the hospital. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I just got back from Texas. And um, a lot of people feel like there's a lot of animosity between California and Texas. And there might be. Um, but I don't, I think it's this place cause we need to really focus our energy on the real enemy, uh, Florida. So <laughs> oh, there's just so much to hate, you know? So why are we hating each other? Um, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, I don't know if you all have anybody, you got any anti-vaxxers in, in here? Are we, I feel like some comics that is, is Connor here? No. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just checking. Uh, <laughs> no, so my uh, I have some family that's very anti-vax. My great aunt, and uh, <laughs> she's always attributing things to the vaccine that it couldn't possibly be the vaccine. She's like, "Your cousin Dwayne lost forty pounds. What's that about, huh?" I was like, "Well, he's on fentanyl." So. <laughs> That's not the vaccine. That's not. (laughs) He stole my TV. That's not a side effect. You know, (laughs) like seriously. Also, he's your son. I feel like you probably should know this. You know. Anyway. Um. Yeah. She doesn't trust doctors, which actually I do understand that because I don't really trust doctors either. The not not every doctor. Not every doctor is. I had a doctor I went to, and I was like worried about a thing on my leg, like a skin thing, and I was like, "Can you refer a dermatologist?" And he said, "Oh, you don't need a dermatologist." that's totally fine. I was like, Oh, fucking thank God. Then what is it? And he was like, I don't know, but, uh, it's not cancer. I was like, what? And then I had to watch him try to Google it for 25 minutes. I was like, that's what I was doing. Why am I paying you for this? You know, but I'll still do what he says because it's not like I fucking know anything. I had a history degree. I'm not going to have a better answer. If he's like, you have high cholesterol, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. Get on fentanyl, I guess. I don't know. It's working well for my cousin. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about sex. I guess uh, God, I love open mics. It's the same energy of a family reunion. I want to kill myself. Um, yeah, I think uh, sexuality is strange. I mean, trying to figure it out when you're like a teenager is is awkward, you know? Because I did, I grew up in Texas, so nobody really talked about it. You just kind of had to figure it out. I put toothpaste on my dick. That was a weird thing to do, you know? <laughs> that was that was a strange thing. Nobody at school was like. Ah, Fucking get minty, bro. No, that was just something I did. I was just like, fuck it, I got toothpaste and I got a dick. So let's see what happens when you put them together. It hurts, by the way. It's not good. It's not a good combination. Yeah, I did it again, too. I still did. So I don't know. Anyway, I think I'll finish there. Thank you very much. That's my time. Keep
0: your hands <laughs> clapping for Kelly Evans, old toothpaste dick himself. Wow, that was that was a beautiful image uh your next comedian clap your hands together for Raphael wolfgang
15: hello guys how we doing is this the right mic yeah okay uh how we doing everybody uh i'm a am a roast battling spencer on tuesday uh so i'm gonna run some jokes by you guys uh you guys most of you guys know what spencer divine looks like uh for those of you who don't uh he's pretty much just homeless it's a lot of homeless jokes i'm not gonna lie um so anyway, uh, let's see. What do I got here? Uh, keep it going for Carrot Top if he stuck the carrots up his ass. Um, <clears throat> Spencer, Spencer, you look like you sell... Uh, fuck. Spencer looks like he sells hermit crabs out of a suitcase. Um, uh, keep it going for Osama. Been having a hard time. Can you help me out? Spencer dresses like a zombie who died in the 70s. Uh... Let's see. Um <clears throat> uh, you look like you can pay Spencer twenty dollars to eat his Asperger's uh to eat your Asperger's. Fuck I'm fucking that up. Um <clears throat> uh, Spencer, you look like you starred in an M night Shyamalan movie about a tumbleweed. Uh let's see. Uh Spencer, you look like Mufasa after getting trampled by the wildebeests. Damn, dude, nothing on those ones, huh? Fuck, dude. Uh, it kind of makes sense, though, if you think about it. You know, uh, on his free time, Spencer likes to stand on street corners and yell, I will sell ya some fentanyl all, a wimboe, a wimboe. All right. Oh, boy. In a tunnel, mighty tunnels, where I will sleep tonight. All right, that one hit. In a tunnel, oh mighty all oh, I'll suck your ween tonight. Uh, let's see. Yeah, he's like a white African. Uh, Spencer actually has the same disease that Michael Jackson has. Uh, you know, the one that makes him want to touch little kids all the time. You guys know that one? Uh, let's see. Uh, for rebuttals, uh, if Spencer if Spencer makes like some kind of like, oh, you look racist joke, I'll be like, uh, how are you going to call me racist? You only voted for Obama because he promised you change um homeless joke no i read it. oh boy this is gonna be a tough battle tomorrow guys <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> uh oh geez uh let's see what else do i have here uh i think that's all of them yeah uh, that's all the ones i wanted to try out i gotta write some more tonight uh all right cool well i'll move on to a little bit of normal material i was listening to that one uh that one song a little while ago, uh, Gotta Eat the Booty Like Groceries. You guys know that song? Gotta Eat the Booty Like Groceries. That's a weird song, right? Because it it's kind of a pain in the ass to eat groceries, isn't it? It takes a while, you know? Don't you want to eat the booty like takeout or something? And my girl asked me see, the other the other day. She was like, I want you to eat my booty like groceries. I was like, all right, hop in the shower. I'll wash you off. <laughs> You know what, I'm I'm I'll get around to it this weekend. Fuck it. I'm sure it'll still be fresh in a couple of days. Uh <clears throat> uh yeah, people are weird about what they put in their mouths, man. You know what I mean? Like this day and it like the average American today will eat ass but won't eat radishes. Like it's fucking insane where we draw the line sometimes, you know what I mean? And then we have the gall to judge other people for what they eat. Alright, there's more to that, but I'm out of time. Thank you guys so much. With the
0: best of oh, the, the gang. He's on a roast battle. You good luck, my friend. Uh, your next comedian clap your hands together for Durage. Yay! Beep. Beep. Beep.
13: Beep. 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 Beep.
16: Damn, they changed the music selection here today. It's usually just country music and shit. Damn, I scared the hoes. <laughs> I scared the host just by coming up. Fuck. <laughs> All right, never mind. I only scared one. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Um, so uh, like, I don't know if you guys recognize me. I am wearing glasses today. No, I don't usually do that. I don't know if it's like a Clark Kent kind of situation, but I try to avoid wearing glasses, like, cause like. As an Indian man, you know, I, I really try to avoid playing into, like, a nerdy guy stereotype. That's why I started talking like this. Like, that's why I am modeling my speech patterns off some guy named Chad from Malibu Beach. That's, and it's like, it's hard because, like, I am, like, a kind of a nerdy guy, you know, but I have to hide it. Like, uh, sometimes when I'm having sex, I have to be sneaky when I have to use my inhaler. It's tough. It's really tough. Like, like, uh, my favorite position is doggy style, and people ask me why, and I'm like, because I got that dog in me, son, what's up? But really, it's just the easiest position for me to, like, catch my breath. Like, I I try to, like, change my breathing pattern before I use my inhaler to kind of mask the sound. I'll be like, (sniffs) and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm just like, you're just really hot, okay? I'm just... All right, cool. <laughs> I got the Pam approval. I don't need you fucking people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she got it. She got it. Yeah. Thanks, Pam. Yeah. Yeah. Catch up, Harvey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I should just like use my inhaler in front of a girl. Like I haven't done it yet, but like maybe I should just get like. I don't know, I, w- I guess I was always scared, because I felt like the inhaler sound, like the, like, I felt like that would be also the sound of her pussy drying up instantly, like, that's, based on what I know of female anatomy, I think that's the sound it would make, alright, <laughs> cool, um, yeah, I see, I see why all the girls left before this set, this was the right decision, um, so, anyway, Um, I I was on a first date recently. Anyone else? Anyone else been on a first date recently? No? Fucking losers? Fucking dorks, dude? (laughs) I was. Yeah, that's right. I'm better than you guys. No, but, uh, like, for real, though, like, I I ended up spending $100 on this date. Um, I I was balling out of control. Um, and I didn't need to do that. Like, you know, we got, we had this meal, and I bought um you know just regular food then about like the appetizers sides desserts like i think what happened is when i was a kid uh someone told me like you need to show women you can put food on the table and i just took that way too literal like all the food came out and i was just like uh anyway she texted me the next day and she was like Like, hey, you know, I had a really great time, but I think we should just be friends. And, you know, you really got to appreciate someone being honest and upfront like that, Uh, especially these days. So I sent her a Venmo request for $50. And she was like, what? I'm not going to pay that. And I'm like, hey, I'm not going to lie. Sounds like you're kind of being a shitty friend right now. You're kind of being a shitty friend. Like, I don't know what your social circle is like, Angela, but me and my friends split the bill. So, all right, <laughs> cool. All right, I'll so see you guys later.
0: Dirage, everyone. Dirage, that was lovely. <clears throat> bringing feminism back to the forefront. Couple comedians left. Put your hands together for Sophia Garrow. Yeah, yes. All
9: the bullshit. Yeah, now that's progress.
17: Hi, uh... Did I do it? No. This is the right one. God damn it. I watched everyone take the wrong mic. I was like, not me. Okay. We're struggling. That's fine. Kelly and Kavitha talking about ambulances and Ubers reminded me for the first time of this one time I, w- I took an Uber to a friend's house and I got stuck in a lot of traffic and this guy was unhinged. He decided to just take a random U-turn to get out of it, but it was illegal. So we were immediately stopped by a cop and the cop comes to the window and the Uber driver goes, I'm taking her to the hospital, <laughs> and the cop goes up to the window to like check me out. I feel like I had to sell it, you know. So I would just I panicked and I was like, "It's breaching!" And he's like, "Just go!" <laughs> and then we sat on signs for 20 minutes for the rest of the Uber ride, but we did make it to my friend's house, so that was cool. Anyway, uh, glad I shared that. Uh, <laughs> I, I didn't go to, uh, to home for Thanksgiving this year because uh, my family is a little racist know <laughs> I didn't want to deal with that I think every family has a race at least one racist family member right like if you don't think your family has a racist family member uh oh <laughs> you know it's you but my, <laughs> my aunt is that way she has a bumper sticker that says straight and proud which is fucked up because she drives a Subaru Outback <laughs> I don't think you can drive that if you're straight Lauren, can you confirm? (laughs) Okay, confirmed by Lauren, great. (laughs) But uh, I I turned 30 a couple weeks ago. That was exciting for me, (laughs) thanks Thanks, guys. Um, I I turned 30, I called my grandma on my birthday and she goes, 30? When I was your age, I had four kids, a house and a husband. I was like, grandma, you have zero Instagram followers. (laughs) How can I take advice from a loser? You're embarrassing me but she does have some hot takes on that call she's like let me give you some advice listen to me men follow passions and women follow men I was like grandma that is a wild way to tell me you were a slut you <laughs> know good for you we love it uh what else um I I was recently sitting next to a first date which is my favorite thing in the world and i was over here i mean they were they were quiet for so long for too long it was super awkward um and finally the guy decides to break the silence by going so do you like egg salad <laughs> and she just stands up and walks out <laughs> and i felt bad so i leaned over and was like well i love egg salad <laughs> and he goes I don't. And he gets up and walks out. I was like, how did I just get rejected on your date? <laughs> what the fuck is that? But I, I haven't actually dated a lot of people. I've only had two boyfriends in my life. My first boyfriend, he was really into wrestling and bodybuilding. And so we were like trying out new sex things once we decided to try out dirty talk. So I said, what do you want me to do? And he goes, I want you to pretend I'm John Cena. <laughs> And I was trying to be supportive. I was like, oh, who's fucking me? I can't see anyone. It's not a ghost? A ghost wearing cargo shorts. I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, our sex was a lot like pro wrestling. You know, there was a lot of convincing it wasn't fake. You know, but that's, uh, <laughs> he also, he took, my, he pressured me into having sex the first time, took my virginity, and then the next week decided that that was a sin. Premarital sex was a sin, and we were sinners. I was like, listen, I agree that a sin took place, you know? But it was you going when you came, <laughs> you know? That's the difference. Okay, that's my time, thank you, guys. No steps. Steps.
0: Sophia Garrow, everyone, yay. We've got a couple, I actually enjoy egg salad quite a bit. Um, also, you're, um, we have a couple comedians left. Don't get comedy pneumonia just yet. Put your hands together, everybody, for Denise
18: Lee, See, in order to fight the power that I uh, I recently completed my first half marathon uh, five years ago. Yeah, so very excited about that. I uh, I it, it was this life changing experience though because like at the finish line of the half marathon, I experienced my first runner's high, and I was like, oh my god, like running is better than any drug I've ever tried. And then I made this decision. And I was like, okay, from this point forward, I need to try better drugs, okay? I was like, I don't know what I've been doing, but it's the wrong ones, okay? I had to run 13 miles to feel that good. No, okay. <laughs> like, honestly, sometimes I think that drugs are safer than running. Like, weed has never given me plantar fasciitis, you know? I've never had to stretch before sniffing cocaine, I guess. I don't know. I um I I was recently prescribed Adderall because I lied to my doctor. <laughs> I uh I I'm not sure if I need it, but I was having trouble focusing at work and I told my doctor that I was having trouble focusing at work and she was like here are all the drugs you can take. She was like pick which one you want and I'm like I'm so glad I chose you. Um, and, uh, after I started taking Adderall, like my whole life changed, you know, like I started like organizing my apartment. I did my laundry, did the dishes, still didn't do any of my actual work, uh, which was a way to find out that I just hated my job. So that was cool. (laughs) I, uh, I'm originally from Texas, so like when I moved to California, I had to learn a lot of new stuff, like how to read. Um, and the hardest, the hardest thing for me to learn, though, was composting, because I had also just learned about recycling. And I was like, oh, that's two new things in one, one day. Um, but I, I know that people in California are really passionate about composting, which is why there's so much poop on the streets, right? I'm like, oh, they're just giving back to the earth, (laughs) fertilizing the sidewalk. I don't know. Uh, I don't, I kind of, but people, people in California are so passionate about it that I I treat composting in California, like the same way that I treated Christianity uh, in Texas. Like, I don't really understand the purpose of it, but I'll say I believe in it just to not piss off my neighbors like I, I have heard good things happen, but I haven't seen any miracles. You know, and and if I if I say I don't believe it, like I know my neighbors are gonna get mad. They're like, if you don't do it, you're a bad person. But like in both situations, I'm like, we're just talking about trash here, right? Um, cool. Okay, incredible. <laughs> um, I uh I, I recently had this realization. I think I think I'm depressed because. I eat cauliflower rice exclusively. <laughs> I, uh, I cauliflower rice. If you haven't had it, it tastes exactly like normal rice. If you have no taste buds, <laughs> my friend Michelle introduced me to cauliflower rice. She's like, "It's so healthy, you know." And who could tell the difference? Everyone, okay. But now cauliflower rice is everywhere. And like once Chipotle started offering cauliflower rice as an option, I was like, okay, everyone's going to be depressed now. Like I've been eating cauliflower rice for the last 10 years and I've been depressed for the last 10 years. Okay. And recently I went back home to see my family and my mom made me eat white rice and I immediately felt better. And I was like, oh, I've just been eating shitty food this whole time. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Easily, everyone.
0: <laughs> Cauliflower rice is gross. Uh, we have a couple comedians left. Stick in there, your next comedian. He's also from Texas. Put your hands together for Luke Moore. Yay! To
6: the school! And the history...
19: Okay. Am I... Am I good? Okay. I was worried, you know, there's this, a lot of comedians who did not know which mic to pick because... I guess we're just too self absorbed to like watch the other comedians at all. Um that was my that's that was what that's what I had to overcome. It's hard. Um so well, you know, even if you like Christmas music, everybody hates at least one Christmas song, I think. And usually it's um what, Mariah Carey? I don't want a lot for Christmas. That song. For me, it's Little Drummer Boy. I don't like... I always hated Little Drummer Boy. Because, um, like... You, okay, so you know Little Drummer Boy is a bad song. Because a drummer wrote it. First of all. And then secondly, if you just listen to it, it's stupid. Like, it's like... I have no gifts for him. bum It's like... You didn't bring a gift for Jesus? Everybody else brought a gift. You know, maybe give him your drum. I don't know. I played my best for him. It's like he's he's a newborn. He's trying to sleep. And you come here uninvited, banging on your drum. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waking up baby Jesus. Um. Okay, so I guess I should explain that I hate drummers. I just hate drummers. Um, in high school, I I, I played trombone, and uh, the guy who played center snare in our marching band, he fingered all the girls that I liked. And he's a percussionist, so I know he's good at fingering. Like, I know he's in there, like, you know? Like, I knew he was good at it when I played it in my head. And, like, you know, I'm... I play trombone, so I was very insecure, you know? Like, I don't know how to finger a girl. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, whoa, whoa. Like, that's no good, right? Is that a good... Maybe I could try that. Have you ever said fuck you to a loved one? Yeah, like... So, I I, I have this really difficult relationship with my brother, and we've always argued, we've always fought a lot. And... It made me good at verbal abuse because I was just working out with my brother my whole life. I was just like, he's like my punching bag, you know. He's like, he's just really like insensitive and I just throw the kitchen sink at him, you know. And I have all these like verbal abuse muscles now. And, but then I did this other thing. I, I noticed I do this other thing sometimes. I call it reverse verbal abuse where I make somebody cry from being nice to them. I've, I've 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 made like five girls cry from telling them that they're wonderful. Like <laughs> No, I'm I, I make women cry. I make women cry, okay? From being nice. Like tears of joy. Okay. That was a great great ending to my comedy career. Thank you. Minute, Yay,
0: Luke Moore. We wouldn't love him any Luke less. Did you want to go up too, guys? So I'm going to have this um, new person, Clara, and then you come and tell me your name in a second because I don't know your name. Uh, your next comedian, also new to the room. Put your hands together for Clara.
20: I've one a long time ago. Don't you see how late they react reacting?
13: They only come and they come when they wanna. So get the more truck and Hi, everybody. I don't know if this is comedy. Uh, Hello? Okay. But we're going to do it. Anyone do any of the New York Times puzzles? No? I don't read the rag, but I do the puzzles. And I'm kind of, my favorite one is called Letterboxd. And like all the puzzles, you do whatever it is that you're supposed to do. And this one gives you an option of doing, um, uh, uh, filling out the box. And it's usually four words in four words or less, five words or less, and six words or less. And I am slightly, I don't know if you can be slightly obsessive compulsive, but my favorite one is called Letterboxed, And... um, I've invented this game because it's actually too easy, but to make it a little bit more difficult, I've invented this game, and it's called Low Rent Aspirational Jabberwocky. Anybody familiar with Jabberwocky? Lewis Carroll? Not a very literal crowd. But anyway, so it's Jabberwannabe, and Jabberwannabe is somewhere between uh, Lewis Carroll versus Donald Trump one makes sense out of nonsense and the other one makes absolutely no sense or sense has no sense or sensibility about anything but anyway here's a sampling of my today's jabber wannabe and first one elapses switches oh boy Uh, (laughs) Letterboxd bombing. Okay, elapses, switch hopes, slob. Kind of trumpy. But then, same puzzle. Which Hobbs seal lope? I think that's edging towards Lewis Carroll. It's kind of almost tw- twas brillig and the slimy toves. But then some of the Jabba take on a mean girl tone. For example, this one Switch, hope, elbow whale. Ha, as if that's my white mean girl. And then there was another one, black mean girl. Hope elbow was switch. I'm just saying, y'all, because that there is a hot and a cold mess. And if Hope wasn't switch, she's going to get elbowed. And then some jabber wannabes take on a social observation kind of tone. Here's one from today. Chapel's slow wit table. I mean, I know some of those so-called Christians have absolutely zero tolerance for any non-conforming people. But now they're going after neurodiverse people? I mean, that's the seat where they would sit obsessives like me at God's great, fit, uh, God's great feast. I mean, it's kind of like the kitty table at Thanksgiving and that's a feast I absolutely abhor. And talk about abhorrent. Here's one for the aristocracy. Polite elbow wops swatch. Excuse me, I say I do beg your pardon. Now look here chappy. You're not even whole cloth. You're just a mere swatch. Get out of my way, whop, whop. So much for the aristocracy. Thank you, even if, even if you're laughing in derision. I like that. And then there's uh, some that take on a more stomach turning, if, if the whole entire thing hasn't been stomach turning. Here's one. Bowels, so, whip, pates, spice. Now, so is S E W, but I was supposed to read it as a homophone for so. Let me try that again. Bowels, new whip, pastes, spice. And finally, today, after 14 pretty damn good iterations, voila! The perfect one. Now, you might not think it's perfect, but it was absolutely perfect because no repeated letters or anything. And it was this masterpiece, Blow Witch Heaps. And what I love about boxed. Oh, I'm way over time. Okay, thank you. Bye. It's Clara, everyone.
0: Clara, when you hear the horn for the first time, it means you have a minute, and so I honked you oh, later. Okay. What's your name? All right. Andrew, all right. Your next comedian. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. It's Andrew. Hey,
21: everybody. I, saw, I was thinking about who has to stay downstairs Underneath the New Zealand rugby team, the All Blacks, when they're staying at hotels before games, like they would be the worst down uh, upstairs neighbors of all times, like fucking doing the hawk all the time. Um, anyways, so uh, big global news today uh, ends up Vivek Ramaswam or fuck, fucked up that joke. Ends up uh, spoiled it a little bit. Uh, ends up the Dalai Lama was at Epstein Island. All right, and we know this thanks to none other than uh. Vivek Ramaswamy coming forward, who describes being uh, the uh, the, da- the Dalai Lama's favorite boy toy on the island 30 years ago, um, and uh, he is—he actually says it was very consensual, and he describes um, that he actually misses the supple feeling of the old monk's tongue in his mouth, which nurtured him as a child. <laughs> so now we know where Vivek got his start. Am I right? <laughs> uh, at least that's what uh, I heard on InfoWars. Um, anyways, when I was a little kid, I used to have, a, used to think I had a tiny dick because the average measurement is what, like five, five and a half? And I thought that was soft. And I'm like way below that soft. I don't know about you guys. Um, but then I found out that's not how you do it. There's many different uh, ways of measuring your uh, penis length. Um, ends up, I have a 12 inch penis um, measured from the asshole I have a really long taint, is what I'm trying to say uh, from the bottom there. Um, (laughs) Yeah. uh, So I was on a Wikipedia binge uh, yesterday. Uh, I love doing these Wikipedia. I was looking at uh, beavers, the Wikipedia for beavers. And I saw that their range extends well into northern Mexico. And that kind of blew my mind. Like, Mexican beavers, that sounds kind of funny. Fucking taking siestas. Big wall builders uh, smoking marijuana, but hear me out. Having the munchies would just be a construction perk for them. They would just be plowing through trees. Um, Build the Hoover Dam down there in Sonora. Uh, uh, Anyways, um, back down in college, uh, I recently graduated, and my least favorite political archetype in college was the PC frat boy, right? Just vaguely liberal is absolutely spineless, says whatever he needs to say to get laid with the liberal chicks. Uh, fucking get pegged, pussy. Be a real liberal. Um, <laughs> uh, communists, actually. Uh, never mind, I won't do that one here. <laughs> uh, it involves homeless people. Uh, anyways, though, speaking of politics, I had, I've been looking for a sugar mama. I had this big plan to uh, get, I was going to have Dianne Feinstein become my sugar mama, you know, influence legislation with my dick, but unfortunately, uh, I don't know if you guys knew, Big D hit the deck recently, uh, unfortunate for my joke, but very fortunate for this country. Um, how much time do I have left? A minute left. All right. Um, so I was thinking about the future, right? And, um, I don't know. yeah, I was thinking about the future, right? And I think that, this one's a little bit a little bit sexist, just forgive me. But I think women like 200 years in the future, they're going to be modifying their pussies. We're going to get some cyborg pussy. Um, <laughs> and um then there's good, the the regular girls, the unmodified girls are going to be like, "Ew, her pussy modded." Be discriminating against them. And um Yeah, I'm just not going to finish that one. Doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel the vibe. Um but we'll end we'll actually end on the worst one. We'll actually end on the worst one. Um I don't know if you guys can tell, but uh God blessed me with really big thumbs. They're very wide, very big. Um and they're actually great for fingering girls. Uh, girls love my big girthy thumbs inside them. And they're actually they're also great for eye gouging the girls who won't let me finger them. I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: Andrew, everyone, new comedian, with almost all dick jokes, like a professional. Um, I have just one joke I wanna run, and, and that's, it. are you a person too that wanted to do jokes? What's, what's your name? So next time, whenever you're at an open mic, you have to talk to the host, because I don't know who you are, because so I wouldn't know to sign you up, and you kinda like hit in the corner to make eye contact with the host and say, yes, I'd like to go up. Also here, usually you, you give me money. Um, all right, what's your name? Oh yeah, you have to message me. It's all very confusing. Uh, Put your hands together, everybody, for Max! Yay!
22: All right. I uh, recently just moved to the East Bay. Uh, I was doing like a a road trip in my car, in a Prius, and uh, I went through the south, and I went to this town called Harrison, Arkansas, which like has a reputation for the most racist town in America. According to some YouTube videos, so I just wanted to go there, check it out, see what was going on. I got there. Uh, everyone was very nice to me, which says nothing because I'm a white guy. Uh, but it was weird because there were truly like it was only white people. There were no black people, no Asians, not, nobody, except white people. And uh, I went to this, I went to this cafe, or I, I went to a, yeah, cafe, I guess. And I had uh, this burger. And it was actually, I hate to say it, it was one of the best burgers I ever had. Um, But the weird thing was, it was the spice that was just, like, incredible. So I think they got the brothers in the kitchen. Um, And I think we should go there and break them out. Just because I want the recipe, mostly. Um, No, I'm kidding. Um, Yeah, I think in this day and age, it's kind of hard. Like, old people sometimes... They're so like, they're so far gone in their ways, it's hard to kind of get them to be tolerant, like get them on a, you know, up with the current trends. Like I was driving with my grandma the other day. She's from Texas. It was actually like a few months ago, it was not the other day. But um, she, we were driving past this building that was under construction. And she was like, oh, it's, it's really nice. They're building a facility here for mentally disabled people or like, what do you call them, mongoloids? And I was like, grandma, like, cause there's like levels to that. It's not like, it's like grandma, like that's not even the right word for what you were ch- like getting at. Like mongoloid, that's a term for Asian people, but you can't call them that, you can't call them that. Like what you're looking for is retard, but you can't call them that, can't call them that. Um, so uh, <clears throat> yeah, we live in uh, very contentious times a lot of a lot of arguing, a lot of um a lot of fighting. I was arguing with my friend the other day is a hot dog a sandwich. Uh he was saying hot dog is a sandwich. I was saying it's not a sandwich. I feel like there's two different um I can't stick three sandwiches up my ass. Uh so that's my main metric for that. Uh that was a gay joke kind of not really. Um I'm not gay. I got nothing against gay people though. Uh, I mean, I feel like I might be a little bit gay. Like, I don't think I'd ever do gay stuff, but, like, there's definitely people that are straighter than me. I feel like I'm gay. Like, you know how white people will take, like, a DNA test? I'm, like, 23 and me, and it's, like, I'm, like, 0.8% Native American, and then they're, like, uh, you know, I can't believe what you did to my people. So, I, I, anyways, I, like, I feel like I can't claim it, but maybe there's, like, some of it in there somewhere. Uh, but if you ever see me dancing around with feathers, please call me out, uh, I can't claim it. Um, got a couple one-liners. Uh, someone asked me the other day if I support Hamas. Uh, I said that's a weird way to phrase it, but I much prefer tzatziki. Um I'm worried about drones. I feel like a lot of storks are going to lose their job.
0: Max everyone. Yay. Thanks Max. I think we all I think we all learned something there. <laughs> I don't know what the lesson was, but that was that was lovely. What was I going to comment on your said I was going to say something clever and now I can't. Oh, I remember. Man, you can't say retard. That's my word. I was a special education teacher for four years, and I earned that word. You can't just be throwing that word around unless you've made twenty four thousand dollars a year for four years. Then you earn the word retarded because you fucking being a teacher is exactly that. It's dumb and pointless. As for we got the new kids. That's all. They they just keep playing with their dicks. It's so great. Hey, and I say circumcision, his choice, his decision. I don't know why American women are chopping off the tips of their baby's dicks. Why? Why are they doing this? I used to be a nanny, all right? It's, oh, it's for cleanliness. It's to keep them clean. If you put an 18-month-old boy in three inches of water, he will play with his dick. It's going to be the cleanest thing possible. They're constant, anyways. Circumcision. I just want to do a dick joke, just because everyone's got a dick joke. Am I right? Cool. I haven't run this joke in a while, and so I want to. You guys live in San Francisco? Everyone? No, you're from East Bay. I remember your set or somewhere far. You're, you look, you look like you're from Danville. You're giving me some very like your dad has in-ground pool vibes. Are you like, are you in a villa in Walnut Creek or the Rossmore? Where are you? Whose whose basement are you living in? And can I move into? You drummer also in a band? Just checking. Okay, so people who live in San Francisco proper, I don't know if you take the bus and have seen the bus ads with a hot Smokey the Bear. No, you remember Smokey the Bear from the old days, right? Not it's so hot. But now, a man, he's a shirtless bear. And he's got those tight jeans on. You can see a little butt shelf. He's got his sexy bear chest and his Hairy bear arms looking like the newest member of the village people. He's got a shovel. He's like, oh, I'm all a nobody's looking at Smokey. All right. I am so lonely. I masturbate to podcasts. I'm hot for a bear on a fucking sign. Anyways, I'm thinking about it. Smokey the bear. Well, there's a big belt buckle. Shirts. Pants. No shirt. I'm thinking about Smokey now. I'm getting like, woo. Um, pants, no shirt. Yogi the bear shirt, no pants. You two are too young to know who Yogi the bear is. I have abortions older than you. For the children in the back, Pooh bear. Pooh bear from Disney, shirt, no pants, right? Paddington bear, completely clothed, big blue jacket, jaunty hat. Charmin bears, completely naked and these bears shit indoors. Does a bear shit in the woods? Apparently not. Where are they filming this commercial? Not San Francisco. (laughs) Bears have toilets here? What is happening? What's wrong with the street? Okay, you guys don't like my bear. Bear with me. No, that's my bear joke. I haven't done it in a while and I just wanted to run it. What was another joke I haven't done in a while? I recently brought sidescrope back because I'd forgotten about that one. I've got, I'm trying to bring back some of my old jokes. <sighs> I'll close on that. So, cause it is, cause we were talking about dicks. I do have a fetish for uncircumcised guys. Um, cause I want to take their dick and I want to pull it up and I want to pull their foreskin up over their dick. And I want to put a shot of Jameson in their foreskin because I want whiskey dick for real. And I finally get what I want. You know, it's twofold. One, I'm an alcoholic and I like new and sexy ways to drink whiskey And two, I have an eating disorder, and that's a new place to hide M&Ms from myself. You put them right there in God's pocket. (laughs) See, we all have dick jokes. We all do. All right, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for sticking around all night. Yay, all the new people. Thank you for being here. Uh, Tomorrow, 6 o'clock, OMG. Wednesday, 7 o'clock, Mars Bar. Thursday, after the game, Bar on Dolores, like 8.30. Friday, back here at 6, and Saturday at Atlas Cafe. Hope to see you guys again.
12: Yay! Well,
1: it's a servant author that shuffles a little bit and say. Yo, me, what? Hey, hey, hey! Q can't play. Listen,
9: I hope they ain't waste my raft without a pattern. Well, gather
20: around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship, as we set sail for the seas of mutiny. Radio.FM. F. M. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship.
23: This all-ages open mic invites com Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio Studio and Gallery Performance Space 2781 21st Street at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission.
14: Check out Eventbrite to reserve your
21: free seat every Tuesday,
14: 6
9: p.m.
14: at OMG on Savory 6th Street.
9: Savory 6th Street, show up to go up.
24: Hey, kids,
20: it's your pal, (laughs) Spider-Man. Sorry, Spider-Man.
23: of Spider-Man.
20: But I'm not swinging through the senior facility, best in Mysterio at Boggle, or getting beautifully plowed by the Rhino. I'm headed down to Beauty Radio at the corner of 21st and Florida. They got some shlemmyles doing the laugh laugh. But hey, don't be a schmuck and donate two to five dollars on... Hold, hold on, what is this? Let me get my glasses. The print's too small. Right. Venmo? That's not real. What is that Swedish? You knew that, right? This is in San Francisco. I'll drown in on. It's nap time.
25: Weekly comedy at the best neighborhood bar in the city
15: Comedy is the cheapest. Happy
0: Hour, the most free two hours of hour-long comedy on the radio and internet streaming live at Street. Come down. Be in the audience.
26: Dog-friendly.
0: Dog-friendly. We are. Mutiny Radio is absolutely dog-friendly. A dog party. Ain't no party like a dog party. Dog party at Mutiny Radio.
15: Every Friday, dog party at Mutiny Radio. Happy Hour. <laughs>
0: 2-7-8-1-21st Street. Happy hour. Mutiny Radio. Dot FM. Here in Dot SF.
20: Calling all crusties, punks, and poses. Pick your posteriors up off the pavement. Pack up your pins and patches and prepare to party. The Pacific Northwest Vest Fest returns this Saturday only at the SeaTac Expo Center.
6: Even in a drizzle, but not too much. hey Daddy, remember after soccer practice when it was raining and you didn't come?
25: I really don't. Anywho,
6: you take it with the freezers. Freezer-va-
25: reservations on Eventbrite. L S D fap acid
13: and fapping fapping and acid acid fapping fapping the acid fap 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping.
24: can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio
18: San Francisco. I was well, really just cool, leaving
10: the a <sighs> convertible. 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material, I drove it up here.
24: And I started to do some thinking. And on the freeway, and having i having a really, really good time. Flat black
8: glass.
1: Smoking and big splits and cruising Saturday too. Like,
24: on the freeway. I I am a total, total I
6: and George's and George's and is absolutely right. I am <laughs>
20: an
25: adolescent. And I will cut the shit.
20: Henry, yeah, Charlie here, yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major and She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the
12: dude minds, man.
13: Captain Curls, up in the head. Mutiny
1: Radio Festival, ahoy. Ah, very good. Ah, very good, Legless Joe. I'm surprised you can see from the crow's nest with no legs. It's ticket
9: get ready! Crew, the festival is upon us! Woo! Scurvy Steve, how many comics?
24: Over a hundred
9: comics.
1: You're looking good, Scurvy Steve! Glad the scurvy hasn't taken you.
24: Aye aye, Captain!
20: You, No Liver Mary, how many venues?
24: We've got nine venues,
20: sir! And you, boy, what's your name? Very good. And finally, Eleven Fingers Sally. What about the tickets? You can find all of your tickets on Eventbrite, sir. Check out www.mutinyradio.fm. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what a website is. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> but but f- quick to the
1: festival. All sails ahead. Arr. Arr. Pirate noises
6: ambiance
27: welcome to lwaflmoit the only show with the acronym lwaflmoit except no substitutions this stands for let's watch a full-length movie on youtube with mike spiegelman and carl hi carl how are you buddy
24: Hi Mike, Mike. listen, YouTube is one word, it should be just Y, not Y-T. You can hear
27: the first initial of of the acronym of every word when I say let's watch a late movie on, here it goes,
26: YouTube.
27: the T is pronounced. Okay, okay. We are a podcast, we're streaming first right now on mutinyradio.fm as we do every Sunday. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time since 2016. We Whoa! love this station. You can also check out our podcast. You have to use our acronym. It's L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Yeah. You can find us, we drop every Sunday night or subscribe to us on YouTube and watch the video version on L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. We watch a full length movie on YouTube every week. You watch with us, listen to the podcast at the same time. We have a very special guest a special guest, all the way from New Jersey. Please give it up for Anthony Quinn, returning champion. Hi, Anthony.
26: Hi, everybody. How are you? My name is Anthony Quinn. How's it going?
27: <laughs> it's going fine, Anthony. You've been on the show before. You had recommend Miracle on 34th Street, the TV version.
26: Yeah, yeah, dude. That was so much fun. I love your show, man. You guys are hysterical. well. I appreciate it. I want. Well, you're say- back, and you. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead. I am not from New Jersey, unfortunately. They oh,
27: all right. Me. I'm well, here I'm here. really sorry. I apologize for the state of New Jersey call for pretending. Never New Jersey
26: again, Mike. I'm on my way to Cali right away. Okay.
27: All right. Join me. Come join me here in California. You came here today with another movie. What are we watching today, Anthony Quinn?
26: Okay. This was one of you know when I got my my we got our VHS um when I was a kid. It was a big deal. It was a Magnavox. Yeah, baby, a big old Magnavox big old. VHS. My parents couldn't work it. No, <laughs> little six-year-old or seven-year-old Anthony Quinn, However old I was, he was the one that knew how to work it. Maybe I was eight or nine. And, and this, yeah, uh, and this was one of the first movies I ever recorded. I had a big old VHS tape with a big old label that said "Tough Turf," and I watched, turf. It and watched it and watched it and I loved this movie. And I want to hear more
27: about your experience, but we need to get this one hour and fifty-one minute movie rolling. So we're going to keep with the antidotes, but we want the audience to go search "Tough Turf"
24: and how does it spell, guys? T U F F. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. T U F F Turf, nineteen eighty-five. Tough Turf, nineteen eighty-five. Now you got to pick the channel. I am the '80s guy because the other one has commercials, okay? Okay. I am the 80s guy 3, you'll only find one, T-U-F-F, Tough Turf, 1985.
27: Tough Turf, T-U-F-F, 1985. I am the 80s guy is hosting it. Find it, click the link, hit pause, move it to zero zero. and when Anthony Quinn says go, you're going to hit go, and we're all going to hit go at the same time. I have it all set up on my PlayStation 4. Uh, So... Uh, guys, are we ready? Anthony, please give us the countdown.
26: Three, two,
27: one, go! Thank you, celebrity comedian Anthony Quinn, for the celebrity comedian countdown in the studio. How about some Anthony's, volume, Mike? I have the volume. It's up on 20, my friend here in the studio. Uh, 22 now. Anthony will be joining us for the entirety of this nearly two-hour movie.
26: <laughs> oh! That's I got full.
27: That's pulled. a special treat. Like, how, what's the longest you've been on stage? Like, what was the longest uh, set time someone gave you?
26: The longest I've ever done. I did 40, like 47 minutes one time. That's great. Let's hear some yeah. volume. Oh, it's up. I have volume on mine.
27: I'm oh, sorry. This is your favorite band. I forgot.
24: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
27: This is Carl when he was 18 years old.
24: Okay, so now here's a guy riding a bicycle. What could go wrong? Dude, that, this, this movie, it's not that bad. It's, it's made pretty well. Mm-hmm. I think so.
27: Do you, do you remember what uh, network you recorded it off? What cable station? you I'm trying. Used. You know,
26: I didn't even have cable. I lived in Queens. I recorded it off television.
27: So this might be, like, Channel 7 or 11 or,
26: yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe it was when I moved upstate, so maybe it was off, like, cable, but maybe it was. Maybe it actually was. Maybe it was off HBO or something. I remember
27: this movie was always in every single video store in the 80s. Like, that logo was on the wall with the poster of these kids. There's Robert Downey without senior or junior. Oh yeah, Robert Downey.
24: Right. Now Robert Downey is without junior. Why? Why?
27: I mean, obviously it's an early role for him. I mean, he was already it's in a movies. It's super
24: early role. He hasn't hit yet, so he plays the friend rather That's than right. a main character. I mean, he's the main character, but
27: he was the friend in uh, Easy Money. I think that was '83.
26: Dude, was I not Easy loved Money. The, the other
27: one, Back to School.
26: It was probably like. A- Huge, huge deal, you know? They probably had cranes and all kinds of crazy shit, dude. Oh, like,
6: yeah. They,
26: they had big cameras back then. They didn't have little cameras back then, man. Well, you notice
27: a, this has a nice 80s neon glean to everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very stylized. It's like a free music video up front, right? You pay for the movie, you stay for the music video.
24: Now, do you know Marianne Faithful? More of like uh, a- I don't
27: know. She might oh. have been sleeping around.
24: Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do
26: you know Marianne Whore? Yeah, I know her.
27: <laughs> Is she very faithful? No. Okay,
26: Look at all this now.
24: Neon. We're about to be introduced to some thugs. And these thugs, of course, have a leader. Thugs always have a leader. They're hanging around and they're waiting for the mark. They will... They will, uh, yeah, they will mug
27: them. You can tell that the leader because he, there's three of them. yeah,
24: they will mug him. Now, these <laughs> yeah, are guys. manual websites, they're, right. they're called magazines. Oh, new
27: kiosk. No.com. Is this Los Angeles?
26: What is yes, that that these- he's reading? I haven't. I-
27: what is he yeah what is he reading what i can't see a screen
26: it? was a burger wrapped in that did he just <laughs> eat a burger done? or something
27: i saw some chips were there fish with it
26: yeah well yeah was there a basket <laughs> what did he get fried
27: and this guy waiting for his uber at the uber stop
24: dude Okay,
26: he's now breaking.
27: we have
24: our Mark, and his car is in the shop. So he's got to take the bus in a sleazy part of town. Now, who should walk up? Smurfette. Tim Richards, <laughs> who is Frankie. Smurfette, that's a good one. Look Frank. at her hair extensions.
27: Oh, my God, her extensions
26: have extensions.
27: So they're, like, they're in,
26: that's like, a stuff. porno shop or something? They're in, like, a porn shop. I know. Where, it's where, the late night is, newsstand. What city does this take place in? Do we know? Boston. Yeah, it somewhere says Resita. Oh says okay. Some,
27: yeah, Somewhere on the, on in California. The,
26: uh, I know it's California.
27: Yeah, it's Southern California. But it's uh, the yarn shop has a city name. That's how I could establish it. You see Yarn Shop? Do oh. you remember the old yarn shop next to the kiosk? <laughs> uh, It said Resita on it. So I miss it. Mike is Mike.
24: right that this is Resita. <laughs> it's Resita Boulevard, Resita, Los Angeles. All of this is in Los Angeles. But the thing is, whoa! Summer Olympics. What were you saying, buddy? I was saying that the Summer Olympics were taking place in 1984. Therefore, they had to do a lot of filming in sort of like remote places, not Los Angeles proper. But it served the script because these were poor places. The, The
26: other chick, I think, was on the Brady Bunch. Well, when they did aerobics? (laughs) The other chick, I think she was on. Oh, all right. I think she was on. Then she was on some other show where she had like a
24: drinking problem or something. Or maybe it was Little House on the Prairie. I don't know. She was on Little House on the Prairie. Now, Mike, you and I will know her from Repo Man. I'll be bringing her up later. Her name's Olivia Barrett.
27: Repo Man was around the same time. Repo Man's,
24: yeah,
26: that's a pretty
27: good movie. Repo Man was
24: 84. Actually, that's the thing so I was talking about, that one. Oh, all right. Repo Man was oh. 84, so she was in that one year earlier. Now, here's Nick. He looks a little like Adam Ant to me, and he's the ringleader. He's the main stuff. But look, the guy with the bicycle's interrupting everything. Give me that. Oh, he, hold Get my it. beer. Did I say hold
27: my beer? I didn't mean it literally. Oh no, he a ninja. He gets
24: hit in the back. You see the rip. That just hurt. Yeah, you see it ripped?
26: I you, that's you a pretty cool jacket he's got, too. It really is.
27: is. It, it looks cooler ripped now. I bet that guy has a huge heart on after getting whipped in the back. He's like, yeah,
24: some free rest. Now, it's Kim funny. likes it. Look at Kim. Who is yeah. that man? Yeah, I thought her name was Frankie. Her name's Frankie. Her name in real life is Kim Richards. And you know her from Escape from Which Mountain. Which I really always thought, the creepy yeah. girl? Her- I always thought it was very dumb of her. I mean, you don't know which mountain you're on.
27: Well, you know, those two movies, there was Escape to Witch Mountain and Return from Witch Mountain. There was the, the prepositionals, the prepositions in those movies were off the hook. And then they had the Rock remake where it was like Escape to Witch, you know, Escape from Witch Mountain. They did it properly.
24: How old
26: do you think James Spader is? How old do you think he is?
27: Oh, he's got to be 16, 18 maybe. No,
26: he's in his 20s.
27: In his 20s? Yeah, he always looked younger. Always played younger.
26: He's in his 20s. He's definitely in his 20s. He's playing a teenager, but. Huh. I remember this. I, I, you know, I like this movie. This was this was a movie I liked when I was a kid, man. This is it, it, it's.
27: These roaches are still alive, by the way.
26: <laughs> yeah, just so you know, that was that was makeup. That was um special effects.
27: That was special effects. The roaches survived. Actually, the only surviving members of this
26: movie. The ro- those roaches are paid actors.
27: They call them talent.
24: They're they're
26: they're, they're background
27: stunt roaches.
24: Roach.
26: Stunt puns. Stunt,
27: stunt roach.
24: Now who's coming home from work? But his taxi driving father. Now the back story is he was a successful real estate person in Connecticut, making a lot of money. But he lost his business, and they had to move here for financial reasons.
26: Yeah, they they just don't they don't say why. Just like just something happened, you know. Right. Like he, they, yeah. his dad probably did something. His dad's probably a pedo or something.
27: Yeah, uh, or or construction work. We
26: had to leave.
27: Oh man, it's total anarchy! Look, someone wrote "fuck"
26: or "f" with an slide. Wouldn't this have been wild going to an outdoor uh, high school? They exist. Not not
27: our high. We had an amphitheater in our yeah, High, I guess. We did. We had a great amphitheater.
26: This kind of reminds me of summer school. We used to party at summer school and stuff. Everybody was happy. It was summertime.
27: Yeah, that's Southern cool. California—it's summertime all year round, all school year round.
24: Now,
2: I thought there course, was another
24: guy. Is that the guy? That's Nick. He's our gang I'll leader. The other guy with the other chick. And the other course, guy with the other
26: chick was in more movies, I think. Like he played, like he played a heel a lot in movies. The other guy with the other chick.
24: Now this guy you'll know you'll know his face. He has a very small role in this.
26: Oh, that dude! Look at the
24: the security guard. That guy. That guy's and he's in stuff. The security now, guard
26: guy.
24: Now we saw him, uh, Mike, in National Lampoon's cl- uh, Class Reunion. But but my uh, Anthony's right. He was in Ruthless People. He was in Die Hard 2. He was in The Great White Hype. I mean, the list goes on and on.
27: Sure. All films I've seen. He
26: goes, you ever shoot anybody with that thing?
24: (laughs) (laughs) Now, not only did they recognize the bike, but the rip in his jacket, that's what gives him away. That's the dude on the the right right last night. Oh, yeah. Anthony, I I didn't do any research on that guy on the right. I I didn't look him up. You know, I may be mistaken, actually.
26: I may be mistaken. We have to see.
27: Were we ever allowed in high school without wearing a shirt or uh, walking in Hell with no. a walk-heater?
24: Nope. We're nope. Voting.
27: Teacher! Ooh, I got a question! Yes, uh, Spiegelman, put your hand down, please. You're, you're wearing a sleeveless
24: shirt. <laughs>
26: Sorry, I couldn't make the school today. I, I, I messed now up. this. My wait
24: up. a second. Now this is Mayor Gordy Brown. From oh, from uh, back, back to the, to the Future. Hand. Yeah. And
27: tracks right
24: uh i don't think so he's uh, not theater he, oh, he was in white Can't Jump. he was in hill street else. blues he was in the fall guy now i don't think he was in that oh there he is look at how young he is holy shit. yeah now this is his first true role now he, he got aids i'm just, I'm just now this is James Spader's first role as a lead, but for uh, for Junior, it's his – you know, we saw him in his father's films, Mike, but in terms of being like a, a – where did Mike go? In terms of being a star, this is his first real film. Oh, shit. Am I doing the podcast with you now, Carl? Yeah, that's right. Did I get and, promoted? <laughs> can you say the initials? Let's see if you get promoted. How do you say the our show? Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L M O Y T. L W A F L W A F L M O Y T. L W A
26: F L M O Y T.
24: Bingo! You are now my co-host at Meet Me Radio. I say it once a year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now, as you know from watching this as a kid, Mike and uh, Anthony. he got kicked out of prep school, right? So the principal's like, you're a good kid who does well. Don't fuck up here because I got real losers here. I don't need a guy who's pretending. And you can see James Spader's like going to really try. This,
26: I fucking love James Spader. I really do. I am such a fucking fanboy of the
24: guy. I swear to God, I have a man crush on him. So
26: now, is he
24: back then, what? Izzy, Izzy's got a story of um, him being a jerk on set. We'll get, let's bring Mike back in here. Hey, Mike.
27: Hi. Hey. Mike, where
24: were you, dude?
27: Oh, I went. Uh, you I, want I, your podcast I, back now? I, I, I don't know. I got nostalgic. I, I, I called up James Spader. I told him I was watching this movie. He <laughs> hung up on me. I had to Dude, call. you look so young. I said. I to had him. to
26: call up JS.
27: JS. Hey, put down that Blacklist script. I got I to gotta tell you, I just saw you. Yeah,
24: tough turf. You were great, JS.
26: Your hair looked so good, man. Fuck.
24: Sorry. Now, here we have Wild West City. Isn't it weird
26: seeing him bald now, though? It's like seeing James Spader bald. It was like the first time you saw that. Wasn't that weird? Yes. yes. Well, you
27: know, he, he definitely has a second act in his career. But he, you know, when he aged, he looks different from the image that he has in this film. And his image now is like, I don't know, like fucking Gibraltar Rock, bald headed dude. Like, takes up all the space, like in a a good way. Like he's an actor. Yeah. Different guy.
26: The guy is a consummate professional. He's a fucking actor. Put him in something, he gives you everything. He's great. He's fucking great. I love him. I love
27: but the there is scene. a difference yeah. between, like, I don't know, I, I the only time I watched The Office, honestly, I saw the episodes with him in it, and I thought he was so funny in it, because it was completely a- antithetical to every everything that everyone else was doing. Like, it just, for that brief moment, there was, like, this kind of sunshine on that show of this, this person who was completely off the hook, you know, he played a different frequency to everyone, I thought that was fun.
26: I, I like the office. I like clips of the office. I don't know if I can watch a whole episode. You know what I saying? like
27: gifs of the office. Anything that actually speaks or has video or is 22 minutes, I can't watch. But if it's a reaction shot that I could put in a response, I'm all for it. Way to go. Good job, sitcom.
24: <laughs> so James Spader was all movies at this point in his career. But later in his career, he turned, except for uh, the Avengers film, he Austin turned in all Austin TV. Reed. Boston Legal is what brought him back.
26: Yeah. And then the Blacklist kind of cemented it. it. Not that he ever left, but Boston Legal was like the hit he was involved in, where he was really a big part of their success. There's
27: Robert Downey.
26: What we've missed is... Why is it so... Oh, were they watching a movie or
24: something? Yeah, okay.
27: (laughs) A film noir movie.
24: What we've missed is that... uh, Robert Downey Jr. And for freedom. Now, Robert Downey Jr. found out that he's going to get his ass kicked. So he gave him a switchblade so he can protect himself. Now, look, watch Who his gave jacket. A switchblade. There's no rip on his jacket now. Watch. See? Right.